This is a mother-daughter podcast, but it is not for kids. This podcast will be discussing adult subject matter that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of the Don't Look Podcast, and this is a podcast where I watch uncomfortable movies with my daughter. So you don't have to with yours. I am Kat's mom. And I'm Kat. And we are going to talk about a recent movie for a change. Well, no, not no. for a change. We're sticking on the recent We're on a trend. trend. We're on a trend. Uh, because this month is February, and February means one thing. I have to watch all the Oscar-nominated movies for Best Picture. Yeah, who cares about Valentine's Day? It is no, award show that. season. <laughs> <laughs> it is time to watch all of those Oscar nominees. So instead of just watching trash horror like I always do, yeah, I have to actually watch some, you know, critically decent acclaimed movies. Like, I don't always think they're decent. Uh, yeah. I have not been a huge fan of the Oscar nominees that I've watched so this far. Year? Really? This year. Yeah, I think I, I, think I liked two so far. I don't think I've seen any of the best picture ones this year. I am kind of indifferent to another two, and one of them I actively dislike. <laughs> you liked the college student one. Yes, I liked the holdovers very much. I, I enjoyed that. That was my first one, and I, I felt really good about going into this. Um, oh, no, and well... No, Barbie's not best picture, is it? It is. All right, we watched that it one. Is. We, I enjoyed that one. I think it's originally. fine, but I think that I did not watch it in the original Barbenheimer craze. So for me, I've just I'm watching a movie that's been hyped beyond belief, and you know, I was yeah, like, it's oh, like how was, I feel about Harry Potter. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was cute. I don't know that I would have said that this was an Oscar worthy moment especially compared to the film that we're gonna watch today no no i think the sets and everything in that one are really yeah, good I and i think lovely. that it has like a really good space cute. i think it has a good message i just i don't know that it's i don't know and i still feel bad that the kens don't have a home i never consider that the kens don't have a home because they in were Barbie like Land. well where do they go and they're like we don't, we know. don't worry about that yeah like i don't know but think that's it, right <laughs> Now that that's been like brought to my attention, because I also just kind of glossed over it because we were told to. I'm like, okay, concerned for these Kens living on the streets. Yeah, like I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's like you know, I I understand the point of the film, and you know, God forbid anybody should ever listen to this podcast and have something to say about that. I, I understand, and and I am, you know, I, I am all here for the the whole feminist thing, but I mean, I I don't think it should be at the expense of anyone else right and i don't know i just feel like that was harsh like the poor kids <laughs> like just because we're treated badly doesn't mean that we have to treat other people badly just because we can yeah like, I just, exactly I don't know. it bothers me but anyway i, di- <laughs> I digress i digress i digress so um, i've watched uh the holdovers which i i thoroughly enjoyed i watched um maestro which i hated uh, I 
<laughs> watched Barbie, which I was indifferent to. I watched Oppenheimer uh, just today, which I was also kind oh, of so indifferent to. That's also nominated. Uh, yeah, I watched um, Past Lives, which was actually really lovely. Um, that was really nice. Uh, what else? Oh, American Fiction. American Fiction I did enjoy. I did enjoy that one as well. What's that, that one, one about? That one was pretty good. It was about um, a black author who writes uh, like academic books about mythology, a lot of Greek oh, mythology cool. and things like that. And he's having a difficult time selling his books because um, he's finding that authors or that readers want a black experience from a black author. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I, I, I'm like middle class. Like, I'm fine. Like, I don't come from this. Like, what the hell is this? I don't come from the street. Like, what's my black experience? Like, I write about Greek mythology. Like, that's what I know. So it's like a different form of the normal racism that we get in these. Yeah, kind of strange. And he runs across this book written by a, a black woman that's, um, and she's like very highly educated, you know, very like upper class kind of black woman. And the, what the heck was the name of it? It was like, we come from the ghetto or some crap like that. <laughs> And, you know, she speaks very eloquently in the interview that he sees her on. And, you know, she's like, you know, this is this and that is that. And she's, you know, you know, with 50 cent words and what have you. And then it's like, can we get a reading? And she opens up the book and she's like, look, Wanda, where are you going with that, man? Look, ho, I don't got to answer you about nothing. And it's like all this really stylized jargon that is nothing like how she speaks. Like nothing. And he's like, this is crap. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. So he gets fed up with the whole situation and he writes like a re- what he feels is a ridiculous um, kind of stereotype of a black experience. And he ca- oh, he calls it um, my pathology, but he calls it, he spells it with like an F, so it's my pathology. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives it to his agent and he's like you're gonna sell this and he's like i i have no interest in selling this this is ridiculous like what are you even doing like this isn't you this is not gonna do with you and he's like no i want to show them like this is a joke and you know if they don't get it then more is the shame on them like i'm out to make a point point. <laughs> unbeknownst to him like they snap it right up and then it's like he's selling this book and he has a situation where he needs cash so he's kind of like, do I sell this book that I know is trash so I can get the money that I need? Or do I like try and stick with, you know, my my morals and my, you know, like my, um, why can't I think of the word? <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. We just were at Horrible at the Colonial and watched like six hours of movies from 1981 that I really we'll, enjoyed. We'll get into that in a second. But um, my brain's kind of toast. But like, you know, it's like, he does he stay with like his, you know, like right, code yeah. of honor and like, you know, like this is crap? Or does he sell the book and make the money and like kind of go all in Ooh. on this persona? And it's just, it's really... That sounds really cool. It's like the choices that he makes and like what he does. And then the ending was kind of, was like wild. It was pretty wild. I liked it. It was different. I really did enjoy that one too. So I guess there are two movies that I really did enjoy from this. Um, this well, and I did like Past Lives, but that was different. Like that was probably my third. Those are probably my top two, and then um, Past Lives is probably like a close third for me. I watched. What else did I watch? I watched all but two of the animated best animated 
ones I watched. I know I watched Elementals because I had to like find it uh, specifically for that. I thought it was pretty good. I was actually, I thought I was going to hate it, was surprised at how good it was. The only two I haven't watched are uh, Robot Dreams and um, Boy and Heron. Oh, yeah, Boy and Heron. I don't remember what the other picture nominees were. I do want to see that. Are there as many as there are for Best Pictures? There's, I have to watch there's less. I think there's, there's ten. Like five or six. Um. <laughs> yeah, I still have to watch Poor Things, Killers of the Flower Moon, which I really don't want to do, and um, Zone of... Uh, interest which seems like a downer so (laughs) but i cannot find a stream for zone of interest anywhere so i'm gonna might actually have to go to the movies for that and i might have to go see poor things on thursday yeah i would be down to seeing poor things it looks well Well, they have a they have a four and they have like a seven ten and i have to work monday tuesday wednesday so i'm just gonna have to take some uh five hour energy and go get through that one but it looks interesting nimona and spider-man across the spider-verse oh yeah um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, very good. I love that animation style. Nimona, yeah, I thought, was you. really cute. I would recommend you watch that one. Uh, Spider-Man's probably my favorite so far. But I hope Nimona wins. It's okay. my take. <laughs> Hot takes from Hot on takes. Uh, Best Pictures <laughs> for the 2024 Oscars from uh, Cat and Cat's Mom. <laughs> but the reason we bring it up is because we are going to be watching uh, last year's Best Picture Winner. Uh, Yes. Uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. Which was really good. I'm so glad that it won. I didn't expect it to. I'm very happy that it won. I I really, really like this movie a lot. I, yes. For like a number of reasons. I think it's just really great. Last year when we watched it, I didn't think you liked it, but I think it was just that you didn't think it was going to win. Yeah. And I had misinterpreted that, but it's... It's really touching in it, so it many is. ways. It, it's it's touching and it's ridiculous and yeah. it's completely over the top and it it explains everything. It does. <laughs> so it's just it's a wild ride and I'm really excited to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, very happy. Who is in this movie? A lot of winners. Everyone you know. If you're if you're a um fan of Indiana Jones, <laughs> you'll be happy to see short rounds return. Um, <laughs> and I know I'm going to pronounce people's names wrong. Uh, <laughs> I just don't know how to say them. So I think his name is K K Hui Kwan. And if I said that wrong, I'm very, very sorry. Cause I love him. He's just the cutest little person that I've ever seen. Um, Michelle Yeo, who, um, huge martial arts star and, you know, was told that she couldn't win and she was over the hill and she wasn't going to be able to do anything further with her life. And, you know, here she comes with a big win. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, her first Oscar. Which is so insane to me. I didn't realize it was her first one. Because she's is. in it is. so many of the things that I watch. I know. And it was nice that she did shout out the the genre fans for supporting her all these years. And, and you know, she's done so much for us. It's just nice to see something nice happen to her. And James Hong, who has been in, I don't even know how many movies Countless. you've seen him in, um, who plays the, the grandfather. He's just amazing. And um, the... The daughter is Stephanie Sue, and she, she's I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but she's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. She should win many more. I feel like she's I, just I great. I feel like her career is just starting now. Like she's just friggin' amazing. Uh, this has a massive runtime of two hours and nineteen minutes, which is somehow 
even shorter than most of the movies I feel like I've had to sit <laughs> through so far. I'm well, looking at three hours and 29 minutes for Killers of the Flower Moon. Oppenheimer was three hours long. Like these are just, I, I don't necessarily know if just like if you make a super long movie, it means you're going to be Oscar nominated, but our, they need to stop. Our last episode <laughs> on Saltburn was also very long. It was. Not Oscar nominated. Not Oscar nominated. I would be hard pressed <laughs> to see that one get an Oscar nomination. <laughs> But it's it's amazing to me how many people are talking about Saltburn. Yeah. And how many people are just like, I don't want to watch that. And I'm for me, yes, it was wildly uncomfortable. I've definitely seen more uncomfortable things than that. I feel like I have also seen more uncomfortable things than that. I feel like also Reanimator was more uncomfortable. Hundred percent. But I guess that's like way less mainstream than, than can, this one is. Can I just talk about everyone's saying the most uncomfortable scene, if you don't I'm gonna spoil our our last episode, so if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it now. Everyone's saying the most uncomfortable scene is the grave fucking scene, which is very bad. It's very bad, but I my money is on what, 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 what's your money on? The bathtub. Really? Yes. My money is still on the little gross Thing, the whole scene where she's, he takes her blood and like sticks it all over <laughs> up in her mouth. I cannot stand it. It's so revolting to me. I, I don't know. Well, you see, well, I have I don't seen, want a king shame, but I've seen something like that before, and maybe that's why I was like, eh. Yeah. Like and on that one. Because if, um, if that's what you're into, that's fine. In Hemlock Grove, you actually see Bill Skarsgård kind of doing a similar situation. Skarsgård does it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. He, But he is he's kind of like a vampire. They call him like oh. an umpire because it's kind of very like romantic yeah. kind of thing. Um, like Romani sort of deal. Um, so they have like kind of cool names like that, which is the only thing that I think Eli Roth has done that I like. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I've kind of seen something similar. Like it wasn't okay. exactly the same. Yeah. It was it was definitely less so, but I mean, it wasn't like the most unfamiliar shocky shock to me, but like that bathtub thing the bathtub, was the so grody really to bad. me cuz it's not, it's like your whole your whole self body filth that you're soup. slurping out of that drain. Yeah. That was just disgusting, I think. Yeah, that's, I really that's, didn't that's like pretty it. bad. I really didn't like it. But yeah, I don't. I don't know that anybody's gonna. If that shows up next year for Oscars, I'm gonna be like, what? <laughs> if that I shows up next year even. for Oscars, I will give you twenty bucks. <laughs> but I think. I think we might be. I, I, when did it come out? It came out this year, didn't it? In it January. came out. Yeah, January. So yeah, it would be next year. It would be year. next year. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Ooh. Not that we don't <laughs> see some really crazy stuff in this Oscar-nominated movie, because we do see some really no, interesting we see things. Some, but I. It's still a different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's actually a pretty similar, well, it's got like some similar undertones to Elementals, so. Oh, well, yeah. I did not watch that. I would recommend it if yeah, to anyone maybe. who's on the fence about watching it. It's oh, very yeah. cute. So it came out in 2021, rated R movie, uh, two hours, 19 minutes runtime, and uh, I really like it. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, I really like it too. I'm really excited. I haven't watched it since because it feels like it's so long. Um, but I'm really excited that I, to watch it again. Yeah, I'm sad too. I haven't seen it yeah. since. So, I mean, this is a Superb Owl Sunday. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Which is why we were just at the Horrible. Yes, we welcome the owl. We're very excited <laughs> to see its return. It is superb. Um <laughs> What, yeah, we were um, at the, the horrible uh, the Colonial Theater, which we talk about a lot in town here. Does like an alt 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 Super Bowl? And they call it the Horrible, and they have a theme every year. And this year was um, 1981, 
and showed like three of my like go tos uh, for films that I did not realize were all in this year. You know how big a fan we are of eighties horror. Eighties horror, yeah. And I mean, we've see- we've watched two other nineteen eighty one films that I didn't even like put it all together until Which I. Ones? The Howling and oh, yeah. American Wolf in London. Oh, we're both doing are so Wild good. Wild for Werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's our next double feature, guys. Wild Wild for Werewolves. We're going to watch two more werewolf movies. Werewolves, not werewolves. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we actually watched those two. So it was great. We watched um, uh, My, My Bloody, Bloody Valentine, Valentine, the original, not the remake. The remake I also do enjoy, My Bloody Valentine 3D. It I has haven't seen um, the remake, but Dean from Supernatural, <sighs> and it has you know Tom Atkins. Anything with Tom Atkins is awesome. I so. love Jensen Ackles. <laughs> He's not quite um, my boy that I'm blanking on his name. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Thank you. He's not quite Matthew Lillard level, but he's he's up there. I love him so much. I I don't love him as much as Tom Atkins. <laughs> well, so. yes, I think that. But that may be generational. Either one of those guys is probably my Tom Atkins. (laughs) I do love me some Tom Atkins. So that's that's awesome. But we did watch the original. So, you know, Harry Warden forever. I I was very happy to see that. Yeah. Um, Then it was The Prowler. Which I had not seen before. You had not seen The Prowler? No. I do also love The Prowler. The Prowler moves a little slowly, I think. I like The Prowler less for sure. You see some really awesome Tom Savini effects in there which, which is like awesome. tom savini is amazing shout out to tom savini tom savini come uh, listen to our podcast be a guest <laughs> yeah you're local ish only like four hours away not too bad um and then we watched uh my favorite <laughs> out of all of them and at my absolute one of my absolute absolute go-tos i mean i have a few but like this is definitely one of them is the burning which is very good yeah and i mean it, it you know I love a camp slasher, and that is that is probably one of my absolute favorites. We I love a camp slasher. I love the burning. We might do the burning next year as our camp film. I think it's a very good one for us to do. And there's definitely some meat there. There's a fair amount of meat left on it's that. It's certainly film. not as much as Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> I, I mean, think, I think it's we'd be yeah. hard pressed to find as much in that one. We kind of came out swinging in that that's, one. That's so. true. That's true. I do want to do like an annual camp film. But. Yeah, I would love to do an annual camp film. I love camp, so that's good. Yay, we'll camp! It. We can do. <laughs> maybe we could do a double feature with that and like Wet Hot American Summer. Oh uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we got to watch all those three today, which was really nice. It was a good time. Really, really a lot of fun. I just, I really have so much love for these three films. I was really excited to see them all, and it was nice because the burning was on thirty-five millimeter. So very happy to see that. Yeah, always a bonus when we can watch it on thirty-five. Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like it's been so long since we've done this. It hasn't been, but I no, just feel like feels January so lasted for like one hundred and fifty years. Yeah, and I, now we're like halfway through February, and I'm like freaking out a little bit. February seems like it's flying. Yeah, I really whew, January feels like it was forever ago in my brain, but February keeps going so fast as well. It's like a weird juxtaposition. It is definitely strange, and we've had such strange weather because it was like I think fairly part warm, of it. but I think we're supposed to get snow tomorrow. Yeah, or. So. Tuesday, we're supposed to get snow. Oh, I thought it was Monday. Either way, I have to work, so I'm not happy about any of it. So I hope it's only a little bit of snow. Yeah. It can snow all at once on Thursday. (laughs) As of recording, that is. Yes. Uh, By the time it comes out, that'll already have passed. All right.
I don't care what teams are in the superb owl. It it's not. Uh, you don't care who's facing off at the big game. I do not care. If Detroit would have been in, I would have been like all about this game. But I, I wanted to don't see... like the 49ers. and I know people around here are kind of rooting for Casey, but. Yeah, Casey and... Um, I'm sick of Patrick Mahomes, and the whole, like, Taylor Swift of it all is just, like, whatever. People like him from the State Farm ads. Yeah, I, well, people like him in general, and I just... I and I, and I know we, they have the other Kelsey, and I know our Kelsey is is Our Kelsey's pretty excited. It's his brother, and I, I just think he's a nice guy. He is and a nice guy. And he's going to support his family, exactly. and I think that's nice. Yeah. But I don't care. I'm not rooting for them. <laughs> no, I'm not rooting for I'm, either team. I'm kind of disappointed because they're the same teams that were in, like, what, four years ago? I don't even remember. I wanted to see the Ravens get here. They did not. I, I would have. Got, I mean, obviously, we won the Eagles, but obviously. once we threw the season away. I am down threw for the season <laughs> away, but I'm not bitter. I'm down for a bird based team. I would have been I would have been OK with our neighbors to the south. I would have been all right with the Ravens getting in and then they didn't. And then I would have been really OK with uh, yeah. the Detroit Lions. The because Lions are pretty good. They'd never been there. So no, I was like, all right, sick. Lions, Lions, Lions. But of course, we can't have nice things. No. So I'm so not interested in the 49ers versus Kansas City. I just don't care. Although I do like Kansas City's barbecue. Mm-hmm. I am not interested. So that's why I'm like, ah, we'll just give it a miss and watch a movie that I know I'm going to enjoy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So since I think in this film, we're going to celebrate uh, the Lunar New Year. Most I, of the things that I know about Snackwise for the Lunar New Year come from Fruits Basket because they have that big New Year's party. Okay. So I might be wrong on some of these. Well, I think that's like a Japanese base and this is more like a Chinese base. I understand base. that. But, but I mean, they, they have. have I, mean, I think it has to be like round things, like right. the moon cakes the moon and cakes? things. Okay, yeah, yeah, like round boys. And that they have New Year's ramen, which I'm kind of. I sad, feel like but... noodles. Okay. We're gonna have noodles. Uh, we have to have everything bagels. Yes, obviously. we have to have everything bagels. We have to have definitely some bagels. We'll work, we'll have to work them in there with cream and cheese because yes. all the cows are just yes. all the cows. Um, and we'll put Google eyes on everything. I think that sounds like a plan. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and we'll have some champagne because it's New Year's. Yay! Yay! New Yay Year's. Year's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think I have located a stream of the film, so I'm gonna go ahead and get this started, and uh, you grab the snacks. All right, sounds like a plan. All right, we'll see you on the other side. All right. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention. Now you may only see a pile of receipts, but I see a story. I can see where this story is going. It does not look good. Thank you. 
you. Maybe your only chance of stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you. understand it i can I, understand it I, I don't condone it but i understand i it. can also understand it man you know i just realized i forgot to mention my sweet hat oh yeah you won the raffle i won the raffle it took like three t- i swear i manifest 2024 is my year of manifestation because i have been manifesting freaking everything up in this bitch listen i was sitting right there i was like trying my best to manifest it for you as well i was manifesting my ass off and it took three tries i mean they read like three numbers off yeah and nobody claimed it because they started reading numbers off like after everyone left to go get their lunch i know <laughs> which like yay us. But, like, oh, it was like one of the last ones like yeah. i remember, like it was the second to last one there was like four or five and like you know Three people, like, were not there. And then my number was called. And this is, like, the absolute one that I wanted. Yeah, and mom never wins things. Especially raffles. Correct. So when she won, I got so excited for her. Because this is, like, not... And it's it's a killer hat. And and these are, like, my movies. So it is a a winter beanie, you know, with a pom-pom. And it is for um, My Bloody Valentine. And it has, like, a My Bloody Valentine patch on it. And then it's, like, knit into the design is the little pickaxes. It's sick. From the mine. So With I'm like really, a little really heart, it's really cool. freaking excited about it. And um, this was donated to the theater uh, from Fright Rags, which I love Fright Rags. Bennett Fright Rags. Keep sending me them emails because I keep buying your crap. Yeah, Fright Rags, you guys my, are I awesome. I got my Tom Atkins wear all from... <laughs> Fray rags so yes. really excited my gym dance i have and my my cool dr challa shirt which i love my pj pants from freight rags yeah from yeah, my twilight zone pj yeah, pants they surely are i love those and uh what else oh, i got you a, want the venom cd i, I got or a DVD, venom, sorry. venom blu-ray blu-ray Ooh. and i got a uh prowler uh t-shirt which from, was donated i think that was cavity colors as the, the brand on that one Okay. So, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Thank or you. Or was it Terror Threads? I thought it was Terror Threads. It might be Terror Threads. 
thank you to Terror Threads and Fright, uh, Rags. Fright Rags for donating to the theater. Please, and I think please. Blue Underground is the is the Blu-ray company. Yeah, Blue un- and Blue Underground. Yeah. Uh, if any of you guys want to send us stuff, <laughs> feel free. Feel free. Ben, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I've been supporting you since the Hatchet Army. Like I was in the yeah. Hatchet Army back in the day, and she, I was like, she has been. one of my first shirts. Actually, I remember seeing you guys at. Um, I think it was horrifying back in the day, and I got my Chud shirt. Oh from my god, you your guys. Chud! You and your Wolfman's Got Nards shirt both I... came from a uh, a convention where I ran into Friday. I miss my Wolfman's time. Got Nards shirt so much. They it got like a reprint. bad hole in it. I think you can request that they reprint. Oh really? Yeah. It, okay. I'm going to do it on here in case you guys happen to be listening. Please reprint it and send it to me, and I'll request it online as well. Well, pop those keywords in there. I'm going to pop all the keywords. I just <laughs> learned about how I'm supposed to be using keywords. I've been using them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Anywho. that was like a totally great. I just was fixing my headphones, and I felt my hat up there, and I was like, oh, I have to talk about my hat. We'll have to post pictures of all of this. I love um, my sweet hat. Oh, yeah, I should do. I should do. But anyway, we're back uh, from the emotional conclusion of everything, everywhere, all at once. And boy, am I feeling the weight of it. Uh, watching watching this movie, especially a second time, it reminds me that when I watch it, I it's so sad in the moment. And then it's so happy in the moment. And I get like filled with this like, oh, yes, life is good. <laughs> Well, it's it's everything everywhere all at once, and is like what everything it is. And sucks, but that's okay. It is okay <sighs> because you know it's kind of supposed to. Yeah, and that's that's all right. It, it's yeah, it's really great. <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost like validation in a way for the things that you couldn't do, mm-hmm. and like all the pressures that you put on yourself to try and do and be all of these things. And it's okay that and you didn't. they didn't work out, but you're still kind of in the place where you're supposed to be anyway. And that's okay, you know? So it's kind of like... Yeah. But it's kind of yeah. up to you to, you know, kind of understand and make peace right. with to where you okay are. To be okay with that. And like, that's how you move forward, you know, through all of this. And it's just like... All of the feels. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's so um, beautiful. So I think it really is. If we kind of pick this one because there are some definite, uh, not safe for work moments. Yeah, but and, but there are some generally uncomfortable uncomfortable themes. moments that may be more uncomfortable just based on who you're watching it with and right. the relationship you have with those people yeah. in your life. I yeah I feel like especially since we're like a mother daughter duo watching this there's uncomfortability on both ends because it really deals with that relationship a lot it does it can also deal with a spousal relationship as well because there's definitely some uncomfortable moments there if you're kind of in a rough patch with your spouse Or Who even it, in a good place with your spouse, every, you might have some some feels there. Every too. version of him is just the sweetest little pure boy, and I just want to give him hugs. I know, I know. Well, that's kind of his thing. Is like you know, he's like the the optimism that's kind of and this is she even says you know he's so kind and he's so patient you know he's kind of right. just taking care of her. Which, he's like constantly tumbling down a hill of like. 
I can't land anywhere and I'm Which, stuck in this yeah, situation. Yeah, and she saw that as weakness, but it was really his strength. Yeah. And it was all, all the taxes that she's trying to write off for all the things that she wishes that she could do, <laughs> you know, as a job. And she's working in a laundry. We're getting like a way We're ahead, of, way ahead of it. Let's let's get into, let's do a plot summary. I, I don't know the easiest way to break this movie down. I don't either. Because this one because also. there's so much well, happening It's not film. as much time travel as like universe jumping yeah it's more of like a multiverse situation i wouldn't say it was time travel at all no 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 no. but also is difficult to explain what's happening right i mean there's you know there's like a it's (laughs) it's a multiverse situation which you know i'm sure we've all kind of heard the term before yeah. You know, I think everybody's kind of familiar with like there are alternate universes where, you know, we all exist, but we're all in like wildly different situations. And there is a chaotic force that is moving through all of these things. And the chaotic force was created because her mind was pushed too far. They're trying to harness this ability um, ability to 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 travel Mm -hmm. right between all of these things and you know they keep saying a mind is like a clay pot and every time you like jump to another plane you're putting a crack in the pot and if you don't have time to seal the crack eventually the whole thing's gonna fall apart and everything's gonna leak out of it and uh this uh force you know was a person that had been pushed beyond their limits and now kind of sees everything everywhere all at once <laughs> and is is constantly seeing everything and the fact that nothing matters because everything is in constant flux and you can just make it whatever at any time. And that is kind of weighing on them, you know, so much that they're just kind of moving through everything with reckless abandon and just like causing chaos wherever they go and nobody knows what they want or why they would want it or anything but they just need to try and stop the force kind of bring everything back to the way that everything was previously and kind of just like restore balance supposed to quote unquote is supposed to be right yeah right yeah um they also know that this force is going around killing different versions of our main character, right. Evelyn. Right. Yeah. And Evelyn owns a laundry with her husband. Waylon. Yeah. Waymond. 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 And um, she's a hot mess. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> a hot mess. A hot mess. She's just like upset with her whole life. Her uh, father is coming to stay with them and they're having like a lunar uh, new year's party. And, um, you know, he's kind of like grouchy and like always kind of disappointed and she's just kind of miserable with her life and they are getting audited by the IRS and they don't really have anything ready to go. And they just have like piles of receipts everywhere. And, you know, they're, their daughter is there and Joy and their relationship is very strained between Evelyn and Joy and Wayman's just kind of like this happy-go-lucky like Wayman's having a good time we're gonna make it work everything's cool like it's gonna be okay and even in the midst of all that like he's filing for divorce because he doesn't know how else to deal with this relationship and it, it's bizarre it, it's not bizarre it's just <laughs> he's, he still loves her very much but it's almost like he's he's filing for divorce because he doesn't know how else to get her attention. Right, exactly. Because she's always distracted with something else 
and just miserable because she's failing at which it. Which is what he <laughs> says. Like, you never talk to me unless it's an emergency. It's an emergency. You always get pulled away with right. something else. Right. There's always something else happening. And as you see her, she's like in the laundry and she's trying, you know, why isn't the ceiling painted the right color? And I can't find the laundry. And why did you move it up here? And, you know, my dad's going to be waking up and the noodles have to be right. And we got to prepare for this party and I need to get these receipts. And it's just like this constant, like madhouse of things that are going on and going wrong. And I think, you know, especially in these days where we're just kind of feel like everybody's being pulled in so many directions all at once. It's just, you kind of feel for her so much as like, oh, I have to, I have to cook dinner and I have to get to work. And, you know where's the dog and what's going on and this is broken and I have to fix and you know all these things and it's hard to find those those moments where you can just like talk to anybody and have like a meaningful conversation sometimes so she's just like in such a bad place and you know the way that he feels like he can fix it and really get her attention is if I file for divorce she has to acknowledge me she has to we have to talk about it yeah it's just it's wild and then you know, her daughter Joy is here and she's like, I want to bring my girlfriend to the party. And then she's like, you know, I, I don't know, you know, my dad's not going to be okay with this. And da, 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 da. And she's like, well, I need to talk to you about this. And she's like, I can't talk about it. I have to go do all these other things. And then, you know, Joy is getting frustrated and it's like this whole thing. And the, the whole thing kind of culminates when they actually have to go to the IRS meeting right, so and, and figure this out. Evelyn... Um, her father and Wayman all go to the IRS meeting. Um, and while they're in the elevator up to the meeting, Wayman, well, before that even, but Wayman becomes not himself, uh, becomes himself from a different universe. Right. And like the alphaverse, the alphaverse. which is like where everything kind started. of originated. And tells her, hey, look, this is what's happening. I know it's a lot, but you got to deal with it. Um, And, like, gives her instructions on how to jump and how to get there. Right. So, I mean, without going into, like, a two-hour plot, (laughs) we'll just kind of sum it up. Hit the main point. A little bit. Um, Evelyn is the key to fixing these things. Um. In the Alphaverse, she is the one that figured out how to jump between all the universes. Um, she was like the impetus behind all of this. And in this universe, they find her. Like they've been searching all a whole bunch of other Evelyns in a whole bunch of other universes. And she's been murdered in every single one of those other universes by this agent of chaos. Um, in this one... <laughs> She is the key to everything because she has failed so many times. So many times at everything that she's tried to do, that she is kind of in the the perfect position to be able to finally fix this. Right. They say like because she had so many fails and so many like mistakes, she's able to jump to all of those as possible successes Mm -hmm. very easily. Yeah, because they're just laid out for her (laughs) thousands of (laughs) options available to her most people only have like a handful that they can go to um but she's got a bunch and in order to jump to a different 
plane and gather like strength and power from that, you have to do like a very strange, unexpected, wacky thing. thing. So, um, eating a tube of chapstick is one of them. Putting hand sanitizer in your eyeballs. In your eyeballs. Uh, the paper cuts. Oh, between Four all paper your cuts fingers. between your fingers. Um, Professing your one. love to the person who's trying to kill you. Yeah. Uh, just like, you know, ch- eating a piece of gum that you found on the underside of a desk. Um, different things like that will allow you to access these other planes and give you those abilities in the moment. Um, so the agent of chaos is coming to kill her, um, and stop, well, we believe to kill her, but to, to stop people from trying to help her. And then you have the alpha universe that's coming in, um, also trying to like stop the agent of chaos and da, 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 da. And all of this is happening kind of in a, at the same time. So you're following Evelyn Waymond and also their daughter, Joy, and their IRS auditor, who's played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Amazing. Yeah, she does um, such a good job in that role. In all of these iterations of themselves, all at the same time. So I think that kind of is, you know, the main thing. The um, What you do find out fairly quickly and, you know, kind of heartbreakingly is that the agent of chaos is her daughter, and she pushed her daughter too hard and caused her and caused her to, to, break. to break and become this thing. So in the alpha verse where she had, you know, probably her greatest success is, you know, this brilliant mind that learns to do all these things. She takes her daughter and she turns her into kind of a, you know, the antithesis of everything that she had wanted. She pushed her too far. So then, you know, it's kind of how do I stop this person who is my daughter, who I love, you know, from, you know, what she's trying to do. Right. And you find out as well that her daughter doesn't want to like kill her so much as she wanted someone else who was like her to try and find a reason to keep going right because knowing what she knows and seeing what she sees she can't see any reason to continue right she wants to she made a bagel with everything on it and everything. everything bagel so she's like all of the dogs my fourth grade report card my <laughs> so hopes like, my dreams like everything everything you know what was the, it was like all the uh, all the craigslist ads all, the cra- all of the personal <laughs> ads on craigslist yeah, just like yeah. everything and it's you know this everything bagel which is you know so ridiculous and just so crazy and it's it's that classic 824 funk that yeah, they put on things yeah, it's that, definitely yeah, it's, funky definitely funky um so you you know you see her and you know, she's in all these different iterations you see um elvis elvis <laughs> Um, some kind of green porcupine looking yeah, outfit. Like a bunch of different, like weird fashion <laughs> like, uh, model outfits. Yeah, like the golf lady golf, the golf outfit. outfit. The pop star outfit where yeah. she's got the microphone and the bears on her arm. Yes. That's like and her bangs are like spelling something yeah. out, which I can't quite figure out. Yeah, like all these different things. It, it's wild. And then you see kind of everybody else in all these different iterations where maybe they're really successful, maybe they're really not, but get they're always together like there's always some thing that's playing together which is actually kind of a theme in um past lives that i watch where um everybody's kind of got like a thread that holds them together it doesn't matter like where they are um so it's 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 just wild like they're always in that kind of 
like even in the the universe where she was really successful because she didn't choose to immigrate with her husband um yeah she like still shows up later and they still kind of are drawn to each other regardless which is so sweet it is very sweet um it is very sweet it's very sweet like all all of this is like endearing and heartbreaking that's going on and i mean you know that's kind of the breakdown but i guess we can give you kind of the breakdown of what would be the the non-safe for work moments here and then we can kind of talk about why it would be generally uncomfortable Uncomfortable. in in, in a safe for work but maybe not safe for specific audiences audiences i want to give a shout out to rekka cooney rekka cooney (laughs) rekka cooney she she's trying so to talk good. about ratatouille but she's like yeah this is she's trying to explain to because both her daughter joy and her husband were taken over by people from the different realities both right. by the people from the alphaverse right um and they don't understand they the people from the alphaverse leave them and they don't understand what's happening right so evelyn is trying to explain to them that they were like puppets like Rakakuni. Rakakuni. <laughs> you know that movie with the raccoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it just it's really sweet. Um Yeah. So like Wayman's always Wayman, but like when Joy is like the agent of chaos, she's Jobu Tupaki. Thank you. I could but, not remember how to pronounce that. So name. it's like when she's like Rakakuni, she's she calls her like was like Jobu Jojo Paka. Jojo Chewbacca. <laughs> She doesn't know how to say it. She's like, what the heck? So it's, it's These are just so random sounds you're saying at me yeah, now. She's so cute. So, yeah, like, and Rakakuni, like, shows up in one of her realities where he's pulling the, the chef's hair in, like, a hibachi restaurant. So, like, yeah. get things done. <laughs> this man cannot cook. This raccoon can cook. <laughs> <laughs> he controls him with the... It's, just, it's really sweet. And they ended up auctioning off the... A bunch of props yeah, from the lots movie. lots of things from the movie. But all of them went for so much less than I was expecting. Yeah. Especially Rukakuni. Well, yeah, you, okay. You could have put a bit in on Rukakuni. I really, I kind of think I should have. <laughs> you could have been yours. Should have bought Rukakuni. I really missed out, guys. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I just want to say from from the outset, regardless of how uncomfortable this movie is, I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. I, I really cannot recommend this movie enough if you have to watch it if you have to pick and choose who you watch it with or if you need to watch it by yourself or whatever it is i really or maybe the safest thing is is if you have concerns watch it by yourself or with somebody you trust and then make a decision because i think um you had mentioned to me at one point that there are people that watch it specifically with other people to try and yeah, they, explain um, a relationship and a it, it was of, met with various results. A bunch of people, <laughs> I think this was especially popular in people of Asian descent watched it with their parents to be like, Hey, um, heh. and some people, their, their parent was like, cool, good movie. And other people, their parent kind of got it and was yeah, like, like the message there. Not directly saying I'm sorry, but in their own way saying, right. hey, I'm sorry. So I think that, you know, that's something I personally would not want to watch this movie alone, especially on a first watch, because it's it's just so much. <laughs> I don't know that I could take it by myself. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely like a full sense of like catharsis. Yeah, there's just a lot that happens. 
But um, we will unpack a little bit. But let's go through our um, our traditionally uncomfortable, don't watch it with your grandma moments. Do we have any um, trigger warnings that we want to get out of the way? Um, probably. <laughs> there's violence and gore in this there's, one, guys. There's definitely violence. Not, not as, much, as no. much gore at all as our no. usual. But there definitely is violence. There's some really cool fight scenes. Yeah, they're, um, they're really cool. There is... I mean, there's an, definitely an, an idea of suicide here and yeah, of ending a, everything. A, an overarching theme of suicide. So I think that's definitely something to be aware um, of. Um, there's like a touch of homophobia, but not like there, really. There is some homophobia. I mean, I think there's like maybe some racism that you could yeah. say a little bit in there because she does accuse the IRS of targeting Asian people, which I'm sure does happen. (laughs) Or like people, you know, especially people that don't speak English that might be taken advantage of because this is some for an American person who's lived here forever. I don't understand how taxes work. No, because they use these like big crazy words. I have no idea how taxes work. So I mean, they terrify (laughs) me. So I can't even imagine like English as a second language and just trying to own your own business and walk into a tax place and be like, Oh my God, if the IRS ever came for me, I would think I would explode. Like in just terror, yeah. so I can't even imagine a heart that's attack like. right there. Yeah, absolutely. The IRS came for me once because someone had stolen my identity <gasps> and opened a business in my name, and I was I knew I had done nothing wrong. I I, I do like a ten forty EZ because I had one job and. I had no other income and I wasn't doing anything funky with my taxes at all. I was going to like TurboTax, you know, and um, like claiming nothing, doing nothing, just getting my usual thing. And I was still terrified and I had done nothing wrong. So it was like if I was had more complex things to do, I think I would just explode in terror. They're scary. Very scary. Be scary. Be spook. Be spook. Um, I think that's all of. Our, yeah, like, like the, general our, our general trigger warnings. Yeah, yeah. It's it feels like less than our normal bunch, but they do it in a really impactful way. And yeah. I think if they added more, it wouldn't be yeah. good. Yeah, like that's all I can I can think of. But again, we will explain like the overarching uncomfortable things about this movie right. after we're done with this easy part. Easy part. So you've got. A while into this yeah. film before things start to get uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess like about it's about halfway, isn't it? Before yeah, things get yeah. weird. And even then, I feel like your uncomfortable moments are a lot shorter than we normally talk about. They are, and I think they're they're kind of skippable. Yeah, they're and they're like fewer than I feel like we normally talk yeah. about. Yeah, definitely. Um, our first moment is fifty five thirty eight to fifty six thirteen. Yes. This is when. This is really when you first see Jobo to jo, Jobu Tabaki. Jobo Tabaki arrive is, on scene uh, and and get an idea of like what yeah. she is and who she is and you know you she, really understand like she understands like this yeah. is her daughter at this point this is Joy. Yeah, she's like, oh my gosh, this monster's in my Joy, and she's like, I love it because she's like, why do you look so stupid? <laughs> yeah, why are you wearing that stupid outfit? <laughs> That's like the first thing she says. Why are you here? Why do you look stupid? A lot of the like, things, oh God, a lot of the things that she this. says remind me of things that your mother would say. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Trust me, my mother is not uh, Asian. No, yeah, she's not. But <laughs> I am not of Asian descent at all. But no. I feel like maybe I have some things no, in common. But I get. Uh, I'm also not of Asian descent. If you thought maybe on my dad's side, but I get a lot of letters from colleges yeah. thinking I am. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Asian uh, telemarketing, a lot of Asian uh, credit yeah. card offers. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but uh, she, she's coming down the hallway, fighting off all of these security guards, Judge Chewbacca, and doing all these like crazy, insane things. Like she hits the one gun like it's a bong. She makes the one guy explode into confetti. Yeah, because she can just she can do whatever because she understands that reality is meaningless. Right. So she's constantly shifting things. Think of it kind of like Neo in the Matrix. Yes. Yeah, it's very like once you understand the Matrix, you can make it work yeah, for you. Exactly. There is no spoon. Yes. Um. So she, the one cop goes to hit her with a baton, and she grabs the baton and turns it into a dildo, like a really, really big, big like. And somehow she gets two of them. She gets a second one. She just pulls it out of thin air, and then is like one like uh, fighting off all of these guards with these two dildos yeah big floppy suction cup really long really? they are like long <laughs> yeah when i say long they look like they're probably 18 inches like i'm they're, not sure what would, you're doing with i would these. guess they're at least a foot i think they're longer i th- i'm gonna go with a full 18 inches if anybody right. has the dimensions on the everything everywhere all at once dildos please let me know but i think they're pretty big this this might get lightly uncomfortable but i listened to this one podcast called my brother my brother and me uh, shout out to them. And back in the early days of their podcast, they used to do advertisements for this website called Extreme Restraints. And <laughs> they would like do product shout outs for like the hottest selling product that their viewers are buying because you could see who used your promo codes. And one of them was a two foot long one. So I don't think this was that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just and thinking of the possibilities. Like, what, well, I see, think, like, if you get something that ridiculously people long. People would comment, and they'd be, like, so proud of myself for taking it down to the base. And it's like, I don't think you want to do that. I don't think that's healthy. I don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's healthy for you. I don't think it's good for to you. To do that in any which way. I mean. I feel, I don't think it's healthy. I feel like you don't have any space in your bod that is. That anything. Sh- I mean, people do swallow swords. But I don't think it's healthy. <laughs> I don't think it's healthy for you. I also don't you. think that that's where people are putting these, but... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I really don't think that's healthy. Well, I, yeah. I, I th- really don't, I don't think that's healthy. You're I think get, you're getting into your intestines at yeah, that point. Yeah, you've gone beyond where you should need to go, and I don't think that's healthy. I don't, I don't, I, don't I mean, you know, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but I do see a lot of instances of things being in places they should not be, and I just, I don't feel like that's healthy. I feel like if you were going to buy something like that, the best thing you could do would be to whip it at somebody. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, it's just for... Or have a battle. Shock <laughs> and awe factor at that point. Like, it's just something you put on I, your shelf. I, yeah, like. well, I would whip it. At, like, I would buy it to whip at someone <laughs> I don't like. I just... Do a drive-by and throw it. A drive-by. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. There, there was... Um, there was... A, somebody... Oh, God. Was it in Australia? Australia or New Zealand? Um, yeah, I, I don't remember if it was Australia or New Zealand, but it was one of those. And somebody had whipped one at a politician who was just like talking idiotically and they weren't happy about it. And they just whipped like a fairly good sized dildo at them. And I feel like that would be the best use of a two foot dildo, like the most healthy use of a two foot <laughs> dildo. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm certainly not here to kink shame. I just want everybody to be healthy. <laughs> like, I think that's, that's a pretty good use. That is my concern. Just everybody, please be healthy. Don't do anything that's going to endanger your bod. Yeah, that's safety that's first. Safety first, people. 
I mean, and maybe it is healthier than I think it is, but I just worry about something like that. If that's what you're into, that's fine. But safety first. Safety Safety first. first Just be careful with yourself. That's all I Yes. Anyway. Yeah. There you go. First uncomfortable moment. First uncomfortable moment. Yeah. So she's she's fighting some guards with... uh, with these big ass dildos. And dildos. like I said, easily skippable. You're not going to miss any pivotal plot points there. If no, you don't and that it. one's pretty short. It's like less than a minute long. Yeah. So if you even just want to skip that part of the fight. Yeah, because it is a pretty cool fight. Yeah. Just like go into the kitchen, grab yourself another sodi. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be great. Um, yep. Our next moment is one hour, 10 minutes, one second in. Uh, it goes to. One hour, 13 minutes, nine seconds. This is when, um, through Evelyn's random chaotic jumping to try, she's trying to, at this point, get to be what Joy is. Yes. In order to, like, relate. And she's still learning. She's she's still learning how to jump and all of this. Um, But through one of her jumps, she discovers that in the office that they have escaped to, there is a hidden secret sex dungeon yes and they're kind of they're uh, they're running all around in like the irs office which just so to this, give you context this is as to in where the they irs are. office building yeah so like she she learns that you know there's this alternate universe she's trying to figure out how to m- fix these things that are going on she's confused as to how to jump she's still learning things she causes a ruckus in the building because she punches the IRS auditor in the face. She doesn't reali- not realizing yeah. that she wasn't like that wasn't the moment. Yeah. <laughs> like she was she still get, in this regular universe. She, like that she'll know when it's time to fight. And she thinks that that was her time to fight because right. the IRS agent is like coming to hand them something. Yes. And she misinterprets that and punches her in the throat. Right. So like in every instance now, there's like chaos going on. <laughs> like even in the universe where there was not supposed to be any chaos, like she caused chaos. Tons of chaos. And like cops are showing up and all kinds of things. So which is why we had the, the dildo fight in the first place. So they've been all over the IRS office. So they find like a pretty high up office or like in that building which is where they are when she finds the the button there's a hidden button under the desk that leads to a um sex dungeon yeah secret sex dungeon panic room thing because there was also like water and food storage in there too yeah for like a prepper type situation like a panic room in case you accidentally handcuff yourself in there i guess the key i don't know i don't know i don't know if you're there Um, alone i guess (laughs) go on your sex safe dungeon thing alone make sure you at least without someone on the outside you can communicate with yes exactly i mean we learned that from david carradine but i mean like always have a buddy um, <laughs> so she like jumps to this other universe and sees As, like she's a maid. She's I a think, maid in the yes, office. In the office, and sees this person who works at the IRS be led out by this woman woman in full latex. Leather. Yeah, like a, like a maid kind of outfit though too, isn't it? Or is it like just like a French maid? Like a, I don't know. She's got some kind of like she's got some kinky, sort of kinky leather outfit. vinyl thing happening. Um. And she, like, leads him out by the tie. Yeah. And, um, and he, like, kind of throws some money at her and is like, hey, clean up clean in there, up that room. You? Yeah. So that's the discovery of the room. Uh, and then the, her family, like, they all escape to the... Yeah, like, they go and hide in there yes. from, like, all this other stuff that's coming. Because now, the, like, 
the the agent of change is after her and now also the people in the afterverse are after her because she doesn't want to kill her daughter right so they're like well she needs to be stopped like we need to stop you too because you're gonna be like her so boop 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 here we go right so like everybody is after her at this point and you don't really see too much in the room there is a wall of butt plugs behind them Okay, okay. They that's, have that's tails fair. attached to them. That's fair. Maybe you could pass them off as something else. Yeah, but I feel but like... they're definitely bot plugs. I feel like you could have seen worse, is I guess my point. Yeah, I mean, you could have, but I mean, there's definitely you see some that kinky there's things there's definitely there. one of those little hopper balls in there. You can see, like, the edge of it with the handle, but yeah, you can't really see, like, the whole yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, if you know, if you know what you're looking at, you're going to know what you're looking at. Like, if you know, you know, I mean, if you know, maybe yeah. if you just really weren't paying attention, but I mean, you're already going to be paying attention because you know what it is. Right. And yeah, there's really no way to get around the bl- the butt plug tails. Like, I feel like that's something my mother would ask me about. Like, what is that? And oh, I would have yeah. to be like, I really don't know. <laughs> Should we talk about, okay. <laughs> this episode's going to be long. There, one of the inciting reasons that we wanted to start this podcast is because you watched Wolf of Wall Street with your mother. Don't ever watch Wolf of Wall Street with your mother. <laughs> and I just want to let everybody know a little bit of self-disclosure. There is, there was a 43-year age gap between me and my mom. She had me when very late in life. So 43 I years. I didn't know that there her. was that much of an age gap. 43. She was 43 when wow. she Wow. So... I I don't remember. When did that movie come out? I was probably 40. I thought it was like 2012, maybe? So then, I was, I was close to 40. So then my mom was like either close to 80 or like in her 80s by then. We're watching this movie. So <laughs> she had so many questions as to what was happening at any given point. And I'm just going to say, if you know, you know, and maybe this is what we should do. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go back to season two, (laughs) revisit it. I don't know if I want to or not. But I mean, if you know, you know, there's a lot of drug use. There's a lot of um, nudity. There's a lot of nude drug use. (laughs) There's a lot of things. And it was like every 15 minutes I was getting a question like, what is that? It's drugs. What is he putting in that pipe? It's drugs. What is he putting in her rectum? That's my favorite one. <laughs> it's drugs. <laughs> For the love of God, it's drugs. If you see something and you don't know what it is, I promise you, I promise you, it's drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I had no idea what this movie was. I had never watched, you know, the, the Greed, the movie that came before it with Michael Douglas. It was like, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio, we like him. He's fun. Let's watch it. And it was just such a bad mistake. It was so wrong. It was so wrong. I have so many regrets. <laughs> <laughs> so based on her asking all of those questions, I could see her asking about, Oh yeah. What are those? <laughs> what is that? What, what is going, what is that what room is this for? Room for? <laughs> what, what's going on? And this is definitely something that I could have seen us going over to your parents' house and us all sitting down and watching together. Right. And be like, oh, it's an Oscar movie. Let's watch it. Yeah. And, you know, just putting it on and then having that come up. Because we watched a lot of stuff just randomly Random together. Random stuff. That, yeah. And some of it maybe we shouldn't have. <laughs> Should not have watched. Should not have watched. Yeah. I, I think uh, the hubs always likes to bring up um, A Door in the Floor, which was a Jeff Bridges movie. And, and the, the door and the floor was, like, 
it was no. <laughs> I I don't know that one. And I know we that were, he brings it up, but I don't know we anything about it. were in Canada. You were still very young. So this was after you had gone to bed. And, um, you know, that we were renting a bunch of DVDs or I don't know if they came with the property or whatever, but there was no cable. Yeah, I so think you had it brought like, some as well because I remember watching Watership Down on that same trip. Yeah, it was like everybody, you know, let's watch a movie before bed, you know, like where everybody's settling in. And it was, yeah, it was, it was, I'm not even sure what that movie <laughs> was about anymore, but it was definitely like, it was about like a, the floor was a pelvic floor. Let me just say it like that. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. I've seen a lot of things I probably should not have seen. <laughs> but thankfully, that one came with less questions that I had to answer. So well, there you okay. go. That's that's the important thing. The important and I, I really could see your mother asking about like, what's that room for? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad. So you you might definitely get some questions from somebody who's not as familiar with a butt plug. And I feel yeah. like probably a lot of people aren't as familiar as I would take for granted. <laughs> so there you go. Which is crazy to me. But then again, I remember the Christmas trees. Yeah. The very butt plug shaped Christmas trees. <laughs> and they uh, got approved by someone. They so. got approved by a whole team of someone's approved those. <laughs> Actually, this brings us up really good into our next Speaking uh, of segues. Speaking of segues. Uh one hour eighteen minutes to oh I'm sorry. One hour eighteen minutes twenty one seconds to one hour twenty minutes fifty four seconds. This one feels so much longer. It does. And I mean, you already kind of talked about the way that you would jump and get like skills that you need in the moment is by doing something really crazy and wacky. So the, <laughs> I, the IRS officers would receive awards for different things. I like think they're supposed to look like a stamp. I think they're supposed I to look like a stamp. I think they're supposed to look like a stamp. I don't like, you know, like a rubber stamp that has like a handle and like the base would be like the thing that the would be stamp, an actual stamp. The stamp part. They don't. <laughs> they look like one of those Christmas trees. Yeah, I mean, this movie is very butt plug heavy. It's very butt plug heavy. Very pro butt plug. Um, so <laughs> pro inserting things into your rectum. Yes. And they they have been. It's been like established already. Like we've seen them. We're aware of them early enough in the movie. And yes. This movie is really good at kind of hinting at things to come yeah what is that the the um checkoff's gun or whatever yeah kind of but i feel like this is even more, i feel like it's, that it's one is but done. it's done yeah, and watching it a second time you really get to see like wow they really kind of laid the foundations for everything so early on yeah it's very it's done very well this watching it through the second time um there's so many layers and it's just wo- yeah, woven I mean, beautifully it, the bangles the google eyes everything it's everything. all just very like it's and even like the yeah. character, yeah, it's, you're definitely yes. led on a path, and then it, you, but you're still surprised when you get there. And like her reactions to each of the characters, and like all of that is just done so good. Yeah. Um, but when they first go to the tax office to get their taxes audited, you see them on her desk. Yes, she has three of them or something. Yeah, she has a few. Um, so you know, you know they're at play. <laughs> Yeah, like you're aware of them and you're kind of like, what the hell is that? And like, oh, it's an award of some kind. That's interesting. That's a weird shape for that award. Yeah. Um, and then so this later on in this fight that we're in. Yes. And we're fighting with folks from the Alphaverse. From the Alphaverse. There is a struggle over getting one of these awards because the, the guy from the Alphaverse is like, I know where that needs to go. So he can like get 
more powers, more powers because she's got like a kung fu thing going on and he needs to be able to battle with her so he needs like a power up because oh she broke her um the they, headset they was malfunctioning yeah. yeah so because the headsets are like they have a team in the alphaverse that would tell you like oh I have a lock on where you can go. Like you need to do this wacky thing. And then like, you'll have these. And then you would press the button on the headset and it would take you to the, like get you those abilities. Right. Um, so he knows what he has to do in order to get his next jump. And she's trying to prevent him from doing that. Right. So there is a battle to prevent anyone from using the award as a butt plug. And this one security guard comes running over pantsless pantsless and we've got like a pixelated crotch crotch area <laughs> and he jumps and like with his knees up <laughs> like holding like under his squat, legs a full jumping squat yeah, like holding under his legs and lands perfectly which gosh i feel like would also be really bad like, for yeah, your take, rectum take care of yourself take care guys. of yourself guys be safe See for <laughs> our our first shirt, pro butt plugs. Take care of yourself, guys. Please, pro safely using butt plugs. Pro inserting things into your rectum. Take safely. care of yourself, guys. Safely. I think it really needs to say take care of yourself, guys. Yeah, but I'm, it has to be safe, and only things that are supposed to be there. Only please. Thing, yes, no. And make sure you have an exit strategy. That. Because let me tell you, you don't want to show up at the hospital like that. Yeah, and real. a lot of people do. You know who you are. <laughs> You're not going to enjoy it because we will talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> if you're concerned, I'm sure that EMT guy on TikTok can tell you. What is it? Badge 42? Yeah, I think so. Shout out to him. He'll tell you why not to put it there. Even though you want to. Taking it out is not going to be as fun as putting it in. Yeah. Especially if it shatters. Oh. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's an unpleasant experience. And we are, <laughs> we will all know. And we'll talk about it amongst ourselves. They I'm will. Just, just letting you know. Okay. But we will all talk about it amongst ourselves. They will. Yes. We will not use names or any patient identifiers, but we will talk about it. <laughs> in the healthcare setting. In the healthcare setting. All of those people who got to work on your case will talk about it. Yeah, your, your doctor is certainly going to talk about it. <laughs> Everybody in in the OR, if you have to have it surgically removed, is going to talk about it a little bit. Yes. So <laughs> that security guard ends up with one inserted into it, and it's like it's dangling. <laughs> it's dangling. So you have like the whole fight with He's him having with it dangling, and he does from have the butt. pixelated crotch still. Yes. Um, and then you have the guy who was fighting over the butt plug also find one, which is like longer? a trophy, like version. a trophy version, like a long, like these are like a little awards. This is like a big, like trophy that you would get from like a little league or yeah, something. So it's got like that, with like, like the, the, the weird hollow foil yeah. base. And then on the, the top, top of is it is like the, the little the butt, plug. butt plug type situation. And so he rips that through his pants yeah, which is wild. Which is wild. Thankfully, not another pixelated crotch scenario. Yeah, happy but about that. Um, so you've got this like entire fight with the two of them. Yeah, so it's all happening during the battle. Yeah, with uh. So that, that and it's a good fight scene, and it goes on until she like they're both kind of leaping towards her, and she manages to grab both of both them. of them, one in each hand, and, and pull them pull out. them out, and that's kind of the end of the battle. And I am like lightly curious about this prosthetic that they had to build for this 
I don't know that I actually want to know, but I'm well, also I'm kind of curious. Since the crotch was pixelated, it's like some form of underwear. Yeah, it would be like an undie. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah, like he could just wear kind of like a jock strap. Maybe that's situation. that's what I'm thinking as well. But it's kind of how that would go. There, there are a lot of scenes on this where I'm like, ooh, how was that filmed? Yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely. I, I think plot wise, you could probably go without seeing yeah, it. It's, it's just, just a, another it's a cool, cool fight. Yeah, <laughs> so many cool fights in this. So many. I cool think fights. this is our longest mo- moment as well in oh, this yeah, film. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So that's definitely well, like no, a the, the dungeon part one is that longer, that is but pretty long not... because there's a lot of things that happen kind of yeah, in back in and forth, back of, and that. forth of that and like they're in the room for a while with like plot stuff they happening. Are. Yeah, so um, I mean that's kind of some. I would probably try and sit through that one because you do see the Alphaverse mobilize and, and like all these very things. mild. Yeah. So, I mean, aside from like somebody maybe asking you what those are or <laughs> which that's like which, the most know, deny, scarlet face deny, re- deny. Like version. You're like, oh, deny. They just, I don't like, know. They look like tails. Like I don't before. know. I don't know. Um, for cosplay you could yeah you could probably fake it till you make it if someone was really curious about that you know like the ones they saw at the ren fair <laughs> but yeah it is just worth mentioning yeah but this one it's pretty obvious what's going on yes um <laughs> our next moment is pretty short actually only like 28 seconds uh, that goes from one hour fifty six ten to one hour fifty six thirty eight. So I think this is our last one. Right? This is our last yeah, one. Our this last, is like, not safe for work. Yeah, moment. they're back in the dungeon, in the sex dungeon. Uh, what is happening? If they're back in the dungeon in this time, what had happened? What, what happened, happened was, was <laughs> we're kind of getting to we're wrapping everything up where, um, Evelyn is kind of understanding her husband's point of view a little bit more. And how to kind of find like a more joyful approach to living and fighting and communication and and all of that stuff. So while she still is battling, she's kind of battling with kindness at this point. Oh, yes. To get to uh, Joy. Joy, who's trying to throw herself into the the everything bagel. To end everything. Yeah. And just find peace within the bagel. So... When she's battling, uh, she's kind of going up a stairway and folks that have we've already seen, you know, it, as, you know, their character in this universe have been tapped by the Alphaverse and they're kind of going uh, like kind of battling her. But she already knows these guys like she's aware of kind of their backstory and what would help them, what would make them happy. So she's going through the different like, like flicking through the different channels of the universes to find what would be make them happy right and then giving that to giving them giving that to them as she's battling them so like the one uh gentleman she knew like from her laundromat would come in all the time and he would be talking she wears the same perfume as his wife so she sprays so, the perfume on yeah him. like he has a hand grenade and she grabs the grenade and she turns it into a perfume bottle and she sprays the perfume and it reminds him of his wife and then he becomes like happy and mellow the one guy has like a pinched nerve in his neck and she uses like her kung fu to um, like kind of be like a chiropractor chiropractor (laughs) yeah like fix his neck yeah it's it's actually really cute it's really sweet and then the one guy is the gentleman who was exiting the sex dungeon so she <laughs> she takes the what, what do you have scissors she yeah he had scissors and she turns it into a ball gag <laughs> <laughs> which 
That one I don't know how dumb you could play on. But Yeah, yeah. And she like kind of puts it in and then she kind of flashes back to him being like spanked. So she kind of like puts him over her knee and kind of like spanks him. And then he like drools and he drools. And it's kind of gross. Which you know how we feel about drool on, <laughs> we this, hate podcast. Drool on this podcast. Drool. We are we are an anti drool podcast. If it's what you're into, it's fine. Yeah, but... I mean you for you, but don't bring it around. <laughs> I think that's the theme of today's episode. If yeah. it's for you. If it's for you, it's Probably for you. <laughs> Not necessarily for me. Not necessarily for me. Um, yeah, that's our that's our last yeah. NSFW moment. Yeah. Yeah. So those are definite reasons why you may not want to watch it with someone who gets uncomfortable about those type of things. Right. Sexy things. Sexy things. But they're not, I feel like at least, why this movie is uncomfortable. Um, and that at least from my perspective as like, you know, still pretty much a child who, you know, doesn't have like a spouse or anything like that. You're not a child. You're grown. I'm, okay. I'm an adult, but I am still. In years, I you're an adult. You're a child. Like as someone's <laughs> child. This is, this is like that thing where people are like, oh, but they're your children, but they're like adults still so they can make their own decisions. Well, I think Joy is like an adult. Yeah. No, no, no. She, she so is. She's probably around her age. Yeah. She's. Yeah. But as still like someone's child, that whole mother daughter relationship mm-hmm. uh, tussle aspect is what I find to be like the real uncomfortable bit of this film. No, and I, I see that also because I had a, a often strained relationship with my mom. And I feel like you would see it as well from the mother's perspective mm-hmm. on um, that relationship. Yeah. And I mean, I think you can also see it from a, like a spousal relationship as well. Yeah, I don't get. I mean, I can I, I can understand it logically, but I don't feel that as much because I'm just me. Right. Well, I can speak to that a little bit um, because it can be hard to connect with a spouse at times, and sometimes I mean, I think anybody who has a long term relationship or a marriage, you know, regardless if you've been with someone you for a long time. Um, you know how it is in the beginning where everything's sunshine and roses and it's like, hey, this is great. We're going to take on the world together. It's going to be awesome, blah, blah, blah. And then like over time, you have 500 things to do. And if that person, if you feel like that person isn't helping you, you just want to punch them in the face. <laughs> You're just like, and, and you can just see that she's frustrated with everything because she just feels like she has to do everything. And he's just like this happy-go-lucky dude who's just kind of like sailing through life. Do, do, do. Everything's going to be fine. We don't have to worry about it. It's going to be cool. I'm taking care of this. I'm whatever. And she's like, what are you even talking about? Like, you need to paint the ceiling. He's like, I painted the ceiling. She's like, but what color did you paint it? He's like, I painted it white. Well, we have two whites. We have apartment white and we have laundromat white we have two different ones and if you painted the the apartment one it's not going to match and that's really going to be wrong and it's going to look just as bad if not worse and he's like "Eh, it's white it's fine you know and for him yeah meh but for her it's like a thing and I think anybody in a relationship you know what your things are like you know what you need and what's going to piss you off and you know what you can trust the other person to do (laughs) (laughs) And it's like you want them to take something off your plate, but you don't want to have – you feel like it's going to take you longer 
to so explain what you really need them to do and to make sure that they do it right than to actually just go do it yourself. And I think a lot of people, and I think a lot of women especially, will just tend to just do it. I'm just going to fucking do it. I don't care. I'm just, it, you know what? I'll just take care of it. Just shut up. I'm just going to do it. I, what? <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, she's very much in that place where it's like, I don't have time for your ass. Like I have all these things that I need to take care of. You're not doing anything to help me. I have to explain every little detail to you. And then you're still doing stuff wrong. Like why isn't the laundry where I said it was? Well, I moved it upstairs. The laundry is happier there. Like, yeah, of course it's, it, there wasn't any room down here and I wanted happy laundry for that customer. So they'd be happy too. I moved it upstairs. And for him, whatever yeah that's what he wants he wants to everything everybody to be happy he wants to be kind and gentle to everybody so i mean that's what he's doing and for her it's just another thing that she has to figure out because he didn't tell her and the clothes aren't going to be happy and why do i have to go find this thing and you know eh. so now i have to deal with this customer the pain is wrong my dad's coming i had these noodles this party's happening i have to get all the receipts together and like what are you doing to help me and she's not seeing what he's doing to help her. And she's so frustrated. And I feel like he is doing a lot. It's he just is, not. But she doesn't understand what it right, is. Right. And I feel like that could be frustrating from his perspective as well. Yeah. Which is why but he to the ends point up where he's serving for, for divorce. divorce papers. Right. Yeah. So And that because it's the only way that she that he can get her to pay attention to him. So he's trying to do these things. And he's trying to talk to her and he's trying to help her and he's trying to communicate with her. But she's so bogged down by all this other crap that she's not hearing him or seeing him or, on, or appreciating what he's doing for her. So and I, I think this happens a lot to a, a, any kind of relationship where you've been in it for a long ass time and you're just dealing with life. Um, you get disconnected, you know, yeah. and um you can't you you lose that common ground that you had and that ability to communicate together and to be on that same page and you don't even feel like you're in the same book anymore and um you know that's that's why it's date nights are so important <laughs> um, you know or or couples therapy or something i mean cuz they love each other and you know, if I get to the point where, you know, he's asking for a divorce <laughs> because he's like, this is so you'll talk to me. Like, that's terrible. Yeah. You know, like, and that's he, really he awful. And he says he doesn't even want to get, like, he doesn't actually yeah. want to do it, but it's still. But, like, a friend of his did it, you know, and, like, ever right. since that happened, now they're they're so much better because they actually talked. And, you know, it it's, <laughs> you, you can feel it. And it takes, what it takes is for her to, for like the collapse of everything, like the potential collapse of everything. Yeah. Cause she, she gets to the point where like joy, she, she doesn't find meaning in anything anymore. She just is about to give up. She destroys, she like smashes the glass of the laundromat, doesn't turn in the taxes, like does all of this stuff. Yeah. She's like in total self-destruct mode. Jamie Lee Curtis, our IRS agent comes in and is like, arrest like arrest them to do whatever whatever and i'm gonna seize their property seize their they property. didn't drop off the forms right. blah, blah blah and waylon's able to talk her down yeah by like explaining the situation what's going on in their lives and is able to have some sympathy from the irs which oh my god <laughs> right so, and it's like she's like and, and and the whole time she's like my husband's over there making things worse you know blah 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 mm-hmm. and then finally she's like what did he say and she's like well he explained your situation and it's like when this happened to me 
you know I drove my I, yeah, car I drove through his car his through car the window <laughs> you know and it's like and then she's finding common ground with her and then it kind of as and also as she's seeing Waymond through all of her different iterations and all these different universes be the bestest little sweetest little pure boy yeah and she's you know he's kind of in in one of them where they're both very successful but apart um you know he just kind of explains like I I'm I'm optimistic and I'm happy because I have to be like, this is how I survive. Like you think I'm too sweet. I'm too nice. But I mean, this is how I get by because if I wasn't this way, like I I don't, I wouldn't be here. Like I wouldn't be, I couldn't live like without being like this. This is what I do. Like this is how I live. And you know, it takes all of these things for her to finally understand how hard he's been working for her this whole time and how much he's done to keep her going, you know? And I think, you know, sometimes it feels that way. (laughs) Like you, you can't, you need something to happen in order to, to make you stop and be like, all right, you know, what, what am I even doing? You know, what does any of this mean? Like, what is the use of any of this? You know, what, what is the use of all these things that I feel like I have to get done or, or the, the stuff that I didn't do that I'm still harboring or, you know, the fight that I was having or the, you know, I didn't get this, this and this done and the dishes are still here and, the, you know, the, the dog threw up and, you know, whatever, what have you. I didn't get to mow the grass or... You know, I had a shit day at work and I forgot to mail this. And, you and know, I have to do laundry. And- yeah. And, and all these things like, you know, it's, it's so what, you know, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Because, you know, if you, if you, if you let that go, you know, it, it kind of like makes you appreciate, you know, what's, what's been going on, right. what is going on, maybe what's been going on and how lost you've been, you know, right? how much you didn't see that. So I think that's where I come in with the, uh, with that part of it that's that's kind of where I go with that so I think if uh you're having trouble (laughs) in your relationship or you know maybe you've just gotten out of a relationship this may be difficult to watch something like this um if if your relationship is beyond repair I think this would be a difficult uh movie to watch with someone um or even on your own at that point. Yeah, like I, I think that these things could be triggering and, and uncomfortable, um, depending on who you're watching them with. Uh, so that's that's kind of my take on that. Yeah. From that perspective. Yeah, that's... <sighs> my husband fell asleep both <laughs> times watching this movie, so clearly it's not a problem for him. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? Yes. Oh my gosh. I didn't even notice. That's how much I pay attention. Uh, <sighs> Clearly, he had no uncomfortable moments watching these movies. Either time. Either time. Well, this time he wasn't feeling well. No, he wasn't feeling well. So Last I, time I he just fell asleep. Credit, but yeah. I don't recommend falling asleep. It's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. I mean, you know, just like with everything else, it's not for everybody. But um, yeah. Um, so the other uncomfortable theme, the mother daughter theme, I honestly don't even yeah. really want to talk about it. Yeah. You want to talk about it? I don't want to talk about it. I really, <laughs> I really don't. Nah, I'd love you to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let's do it. 
I don't want to. I can very easily talk about it. I don't have a problem talking about it, but I talked about this whole other thing. So if you want me to keep talking, I will do it. I feel like I haven't. I feel like I haven't talked enough. Do do you want me to talk about it and then you can chime in? Yes. Let's do do it that way. (laughs) (laughs) You are such a (laughs) chicken. This is okay. So you suggested watching this movie. I just want to remind you of that. I know, I know. And let me tell. Let me tell you. I was. I was knocking things over, making all this sound. I when we first watched this movie, I don't think that we had started the pod yet. But I remember watching it at first, being like, "Oh yeah, this would be a good movie to do." And then, like, not even halfway through, being like, "Actually, no, let's not do this movie." Well, then why did you resuggest that? Because I thought I could handle it. <laughs> uh, well, I can I can talk about it because my my mom is no longer with us, and even if she was, I doubt that she'd listen to this podcast. No, she she would not be a fan. Yeah, we we curse a lot too. Yes, and I I don't think she would have enjoyed the movie, and nor do I think she would have understood any anything. Um. I had a very uh, up and down relationship with my mom. And I think part of that was the massive age gap. I am, and it's, you know, I personally, having had a parent who was very much older than me, I know a lot of women are waiting and they're putting their careers first and all that stuff. But for me, I always get a little antsy when I hear people having kids like into their 40s. Because I know what it was like from the child perspective. And I think we might have touched a little bit on your guys' relationship in other episodes, but not like... Yeah. I, I think that was that was definitely part of it. I was very much expected. And, and so, I mean, I know there's like the boomer millennial thing. Like my mom was silent generation. Like that's when my mom was raised. And she had a very difficult life and she had a very difficult childhood. And, you know, maybe I should have given her more of a benefit of the doubt because of that. But, you know, when you're a child, like, you don't understand that, nor do you care. So (laughs) it's, you know, it was difficult. It was difficult because things were very different when she was the age that I was at any given age that I was. And um, the expectations were different. Society was different. And things had changed quite a bit. But she did not understand that and you guys have more of like an age divide but i feel like joy and evelyn have more of a cultural cultural divide divide. because you know their joy would be like first generation american so yeah so but i feel like it shakes out very it's very similar yeah i feel like um you know expectations for what you're supposed to do how you're supposed to be how you should handle yourself what you should be interested in all of those things so like I couldn't have boy toys or perceived boy toys like that just was not something I could have I liked action figures I loved Thundercats like that was my jam like that's what I wanted to do my friends were boys like I wanted to play with their stuff they had cool stuff like I had baby dolls you couldn't have the blue Care Bear I couldn't have the blue Care Bear and you wanted the blue Care Bear I I wanted Grumpy Bear because I'm pretty grumpy (laughs) <laughs> I wonder why. Um, <laughs> wasn't allowed to have that. I had a cheer bear. I'm happy with my cheer bear, but I mean, you know. I you was, were grumpy. <laughs> yeah, I was grumpy. 
Um, it was very much like Debbie and yeah, uh, Adam's gonna- family <laughs> values. Like I was, I was that- not Cheer Bear. I was Grumpy Bear. I wasn't Malibu Barbie. <laughs> I was a ballerina. Like it was, it was a lot like that. I had Barbies, and you know that. I think that's one of the other reasons why I didn't really appreciate the Barbie movie as much because. I, I was all weird Barbie all the way. And I, I told you, it's like my Barbies would fight in a pit. Like they would like fight each other, like do the death because a lot of my friends were boys and I would watch their, they would play with their GI Joes. And I mean, that's the kind of stuff we did. So, I mean, I wasn't allowed to have GI Joes. Like I wasn't allowed to have like Thundercats. I had to go buy myself with my allowance money and nobody was happy that I was doing that. Like my dad didn't care. He's like, whatever. But my mom was not thrilled. Um, I got into metal. That was another problem. Like I, I had tattoos. That is a problem. Um, so many things are a problem. And that's something that I should do. And so watching this mother-daughter relationship that is so similar to stuff that I went through um, sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it sucked a lot because they were able to resolve it and I wasn't. Um, Not that it was, I mean, we certainly weren't contentious all the time and, you know, it wasn't like we were at each other's throats constantly or anything like that. But my mom did tell me I was fat. Your mom was vicious. More than once. Let's, let's, (laughs) let's, not to speak ill of the dead, um, but your mom was vicious. You don't even know the half of it. I don't. I genuinely don't know the half of it. I was the favorite. Nothing mattered. Yeah. Which, you know, my niece loves to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. Zeke, if you're listening to this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Zeke, I am very sorry. It's nothing I could do. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and so I'm telling you, when we call you Little Marie. (laughs) Listen, I, oh, you are also pretty savage sometimes. I will not deny my savagery. <laughs> there are occasional moments where I feel like you channel her as well. Not to any degree that I do. I will I will own that. No, I mean, like, occasionally I do. I understand. <laughs> I understand. And, and I do like own this, that. And like, occasionally I will like, catch myself light, like, like terrifying moments where it's like, oh my God. But I mean, you know, I think every child does channel their mother at some point yeah regardless of anything I think it's the whole nature versus nurture thing it's just like in you you can't help it and there are a lot of good things that I can say about my mom and I I did love her very much so I mean it's it's not like that but I don't think she ever fully supported or liked who I am (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm sorry that oh I, it's and that that sucked and it, it did yeah we we laugh because we don't know what else to do but that does genuinely really suck yeah and yeah and i i think that's accurate <sighs> i think that's like not you know poor me yeah. or whatever it's, and this is not like that I, this it's, it's not trust us do not take this this is something if, I, I am fine with and and it, it's okay and I've i've made peace with it yeah. Many, many, many years ago. So this is not. If you know us, anything. you know that. But it's, if but. you are in a situation like this with your, specifically your mother, this is going to be very difficult for you to watch. Whether it, it is resolved, it is unresolved. And I will tell you at the end of this movie, it is not 
it's never going to fully be resolved. No, it's not they, perfect. They do come to an understanding and that's lovely. And it's something that I would wish for anyone. And it's something that I did not get to the extent that I would ever have wanted it. Um, but it will be hard for you to watch because you see a daughter who's very much in pain and a mother who hasn't been able to understand that for probably most of her, all of her life. And I'm going to assume she's probably in her early twenties yeah, and at this point. A mother who just doesn't know what to do at this point. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and it, it is, it is, it's so lovely. I mean, to watch her kind of finally figure this out to be like, no, I don't approve of what you do. And I mean, this is not what I would have wanted for you, but I don't want to be anywhere else. I still want to be with you because I love you and you're my daughter and I will do whatever it takes and we'll figure this out, you know? Yeah. And that's lovely. (laughs) And that's what you want, you know? And I think that this movie kind of acknowledges the fact that things do suck and you don't always get along and it's not going to be the life you want maybe. And you can still have something beautiful come from that. Right. You know, but um, I feel like in this episode, I say, you know, because <laughs> I want people to understand what I'm saying. So I'm like, no, this is for validation uh, from people who are not talking. I'm having a conversation with people who aren't in the room with me. So and that's, like, that's, this is, I want them to answer me, but they can't. <laughs> this is our, our deepest and our most uncomfortable episode so far, at least just to discuss, because. Yes, and I want to go back to doing like trash movies after this because I need we're to going back to like a nice movie way after more this. This than like, I ever ah. talk about my personal life to pretty much um, anybody. So literally, that I know. and I think it's because <laughs> you're not in the room and you don't. We're, if you bring any of this up face to face, I will deny everything, and deny, I will probably, deny, deny. I will probably run away <laughs> and hide but, and never I mean, come out of my house again. <laughs> like. I, I found all of that super uncomfortable and clearly we have a pretty decent relationship if we're able to do this podcast together and all of that. I would hope so because <laughs> you're you are within smacking range right now. I so. am. <laughs> I am within face snatching range. Yes, um, I can snatch your face and I certainly have enough items that I can whip at you without doing a whole lot of harm. You, do, so. you love whipping things at me too. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> whipping is like your favorite thing to do with items. <laughs> It's like, mom, hand me that remote. Okay. <laughs> uh, I suck at finding things, and we have this fun game where if she finds it, she has to smack you with it. Well, mostly because I can't find it. I can't find it. Like, the cord that you were looking oh, for today was literally everywhere for in it. the room in which you wanted to use it. It was. It, it was. was, like, inches from the plug. I looked <laughs> everywhere for it. So it's kind of like, Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, even even we have like our our misunderstandings and our like issues that we don't quite see eye to eye on. And I feel like on both sides of the spectrum, it's frustrating because we're not speaking in the same language almost. And it's it's really difficult (laughs) to, to, to do that. And it's I mean, clearly it's not an everyday occurrence and clearly we're we're okay, but. This is great because usually I like to like look around the room when I'm forming thoughts and whatever, and I'm just like staring at her face to see where she's really go. <laughs> I don't enjoy it. <laughs> um, but it, it's 
you know, it's still like a spot where it's it's kind of uncomfortable and like I've got all sorts of other unrelated stuff that has You're making a face. Yeah, I wanna know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking oh, okay. about. That's not my fault. No, which is not <laughs> Yeah. Which, which is not Amy. your fault that has certainly like sculpted a lot of how I think and how I act and has made a lot of things seem really hopeless and pointless and all of that. So I don't know. <laughs> it's like all of that is just really like it hits home a lot on the, that whole scene of just like when she wants so desperately to, to, to go into the bagel and her mom is right. like, no. Well, you know, and I think I, I, I don't know if I've talked on here, but I know I've talked to you before about like just the disenfranchised youth. I mean, you, it's a tough age either for anyone in any generation at any time. I think your early 20s are just rough. I mean, I know like teen years aren't great, but um, at least kind of, you know, you're still home and you still have, well, at least most folks are still home. And you still kind of have that like safety net around you, but I mean, you're still home. (laughs) Situations have also times have changed again. So, I mean, it's the, with the rent being what it is, it's nearly impossible to get out at your age. Yeah. Um, Because no one pays a livable wage around here. No. Um, So it's just that kind of midway between fully being an adult and still being a kid is a hard place to be, you know? And I think that it's a hard, like, I can't really parent you at this point, you know? So it's like, see, I'm saying, you know, a lot. I need (laughs) to stop. I'm like so cognizant of it. Um, No, but you want to make sure you're saying things that are connecting. Right. So I think it's tough anyway to be your age. Yeah. And I think, I think it's that we're in a tough spot because, like, our dynamic has changed a lot since I'm an adult now, but I still live here, and I still am, you know, your child. Mm-hmm. And I think that that makes that whole relationship difficult. But, I mean, I think we, I think for the most part we do okay. I mean, I maybe think, yeah. I'm living in la-la land, I don't know. But <laughs> don't tell me if that's wrong. No, I, I, <laughs> think, I think we do all right. I think we do all right. I think we do all right for sure. But it still is, like, that, that scene especially... God damn it. <laughs> Catherine's getting... Oh, God, this is another sad boy episode for Cat. <laughs> this is like Cat's sad boy episode part two. <laughs> two good titles now. <laughs> All right. Um, That scene especially where she wants so desperately to just like end it. And then Ellen goes through and like go, they jump through all of these universes and then she finally like reaches her hand out of the donut out of the donut, out of uh, reaches her hand out of the the bagel and like comes back it's just it's so it's so nice is it it is it is so nice it is so nice so it's <laughs> <laughs> really late. sad <laughs> I don't want you to be sad. I'm not sad. <laughs> you look sad. I know. <laughs> oh. uh, so, I don't want to keep beating dead horses. 
No. I think I, we're all kind of a mess at this point. We're tired and we had a lot of movies in today. We did. We really did. Yeah. I mean, I started this morning with Oppenheimer. So, I mean, I oh really God. been through the ringer. I don't watch <laughs> those movies. Y'all, y'all know I don't There's watch There's no those actual movies. war in Oppenheimer. But it's about the war. I don't feel bad for that man. I know, like, whatever did him dirty, blah, blah, whatever. But, I mean, he still freaking invented this bomb. Well, yeah. Like, I, and we, he still is, hold on. like, a jerk. And he's still a I, womanizer. And did he's I still misinterpret nice what man. this film is about based on trailers? I didn't think that we were supposed to feel bad for him. I don't know. I kind of feel like you're supposed to. I feel like I was supposed to feel bad for him. And I don't. I don't feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for him. I will. I will never feel bad for because well. they, they put him on trial and they kind of like railroaded him. Oh, they, they didn't kind of. They did. They railroaded him, and they like took away his security clearance and his livelihood and blah blah all this stuff. But I mean, I don't care. <laughs> He's a jerk. Just because he was brilliant jerk. doesn't mean he wasn't a jerk. Yeah, that's a big thing. And that's the same way. <laughs> completely going on a tangent. Give me thirty seconds. Um. My husband loves <laughs> the Doors, and he loves that oh, the stupid band? Doors movie. No, no, actual Doors that close. Yes, the band. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a movie called The Doors. It is a movie called The Doors. It's about the Doors. I didn't know that. There's a movie called The Room. It's not about a band called The Room. No, but there's not a band called The Room. There's They're a famous fit. band called The Doors. <laughs> He loves the doors. <laughs> he loves the movie about the doors. I didn't know he loved the, the doors. I didn't know he loved the doors. He loves the doors. He loves Jim Morrison. He loves them. I watched the doors because the he movie. loves this movie so much. Yeah. So I watched it. And the whole thing made me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> because he's such an asshole. <laughs> and I was like, and we had a fight to the point where we had a fight because I was like, this is what you like? This jerk who goes around doing all this? Is this the kind of thing you do? Is this what I should be expecting from you? How this early, early in our relationship? Like, this is pretty early. And I was like, he's a womanizer. He's sleeping with all these chicks. He's doing all these drugs. He writes terrible music. Is this what I should be expecting from this relationship? Because I'm out. I don't want any parts of this. And it was a pretty like in-depth thing. He's like, now I just like the door. It's much more simple than I was making it. And I was like wildly furious about it. <laughs> like, it gave me the same feeling watching Oppenheimer. Like, am I supposed to feel bad for this dude? I don't. Like, am I supposed to feel bad that Jim Morrison died in a bathtub in France somewhere? Like, I don't. <laughs> like, he was full of drugs. It's okay. <laughs> like, I'm done. Yeah. So that was the key. that was the same vibes that I had. It's like if you live the fast life and you're an asshole, the bad things might happen. Bad bad things probably will happen. If you're an asshole, just be ready because karma's a bitch. She is. So that was my that's my hot take on Oppenheimer. <laughs> hot Oppenheimer take from the Don't Look Pod <laughs> and the Doors, <laughs> which you and know, hey, Riders of the Storm, whatever. But I mean, I'm not gonna like necessarily turn them off the radio but i will think in the back of my head about jim morrison being an asshole and how badly he treated pam but there you go she loved him all right right. you have Um, any more insights into uh everything everywhere all at once no i'm just gonna say watch it man but it's you know again just 
Okay, watch it if it's like if it's something that you feel like you could comfortably watch. I really would encourage everybody to see it. It's just if such if a you're good on film. the fence, watch it. If you're like, eh, watch it with a close friend who you can trust to cry into their arms, which you probably will end up doing. And you can always hit the stop button. You can always. We always forget that when we watch movies, but you can hit the stop button. And you can just be like, this is not what I need or want right now in my life. And you can just go watch Bob's Burgers instead because I guarantee you will feel better. Let's, yeah. Bob's Burgers <laughs> is such a good comfort show. Although they have some heavy ones. They do. Too. Okay, maybe just, huh. Okay. Like Golden Girls are also comfort show. Heavy hitters. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but watch, mean, most, watch most episodes of, of Bob's episodes, Burgers yeah. are going to be safe for you. If, if that episode of Bob's Burgers didn't work, watch just watch the next one. one. Don't watch the Amelia Earhart one oh my because God. I had all the feels about that oh, one. But Amelia you know, there's Earhart plenty one. of other ones that you can get. There. You know what? You can watch the Bob's Burgers movie. Oh, yeah. That that's one's a good just one. a good time. So, do that. Do that. Do if that. things get too heavy, just remember we'll all float on, according to Modest Mouse. <laughs> we will. We will. It's true. <laughs> because humans are pretty buoyant <laughs> oh yeah yeah they are especially in corpse form yep well especially if you got the boobies you'll be floating that's true too <laughs> or you get taken by a sewer clown <laughs> there you go there you go hot takes hot takes all right let's let's review this bad boy so we can go to bed on sewer clown it's getting kind of late. <laughs> we are done. We are done. I hope you really enjoyed this incredibly emotional episode of the Don't Look Podcast, where uh, I think oh, we've been everywhere, everywhere all at once. All at once. All right. Let's. Um, uh, <laughs> how do we on a these scale things? of uncomfortability? I don't even know. Oh my god! This is like a. Oh, I don't. This is a. This I, is a definite. I think this is our our very first. It depends situation. It depends. I hesitate to give it a 10. I think it could be a 10. Depending. I think it very easily could be a 10. I think it could be over a 10 depending. Or it could be like a 2. Yeah. Yeah. If you're icy chill, it could be a 2. It could be a 2. Because I think the uncomfortable moments that are just like straight up non-safe for work. Like are, are, you might have to explain some things to your Grammy. Are like a baby. I think they're so small. They're easily avoidable. You could be like, Graham, look over there. And I think she would. Or yeah. like Pastor Jim, look over there. Like I think so I wouldn't, a problem. This is not like your pure boy walk in the park movie, but yeah. it's like a two. Yeah. I on, think on just purely easily, those, it's a two. Easily, easily avoid them. And I don't think they're, I mean, you know, they're pretty bad for what they are. But I mean, I think you can get away without being in the room for them yeah you know you wouldn't miss like a whole ton of anything yeah they're less bad than they could be yeah i mean they're definitely over but i mean this is an oscar-winning movie so clearly a lot of people have seen them and been okay yep um depending on who you're watching this with or what you have going on this can be an extremely uncomfortable situation yeah um if you're in a good spot in your life which you know i feel pretty good about everything um you can I you don't. can do it. What, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm sorry, it just felt like the right thing to say. No, I feel I feel pretty good. Oh my god, what do I have to do? Do I have to do I have to dial someone? I'm good. I'm good. Do you I'm on a friend. I'm good. Trust. I am good. I'm good. Crap. <laughs> scared the crap out of me. I'm I was sorry. The I'm floor. Sorry. That was so not okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm good. There are, there are things that I wish I was doing better, and there's like all of this other nonsense. But I, well, as we've learned watching am, this movie, it, it's okay. It's okay. Right. I really, I really wasn't the spot that I like. Things. I like needed to watch this. I feel like we all have these things, and we can still get by. Yeah, we can. We can still make something beautiful out of them. Um. <laughs> so yes, it can be very, very uncomfortable. But it can be very, it can be affirming, very too. affirming too. I highly recommend if you're going to watch this, watch this with like a close, trusted individual that yeah. you would be okay crying in front of. Yeah, yeah, because you will get the sniffles. I would not have watched this with my mom. No, I, I probably I would have watched it, with but my you mom wouldn't have wanted and to. felt awful about it. Yeah. Yeah. And she would have had no clue why I felt so crappy. Yeah. And this would be this would be one, especially if I was there, we would all be playing chicken on who's gonna turn it off. Yeah. And, and, no, and one no one would one turn would. it off. No one would. <laughs> but we would all want to yeah. inside. Yeah. And I mean I just Yeah. 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 I mean there are a lot of good things about my mom and I do have some some really good memories about my mom. I can't say that she was just like an awful person or anything like that. It's that's and please don't take it that that's what I was trying to convey. Just that we had a very difficult relationship. And this would not have been the best the best to watch <laughs> with her because I don't think she would have. No, I think she, she would have been in the camp like, oh, that was an interesting movie. I don't get it. She would have been oblivious to and, the whole. And not picked up on anything yeah. that it was laying down as far as the relationship was concerned. Or even if she did, she wouldn't see it as herself. Which would have been very disheartening. And I would have had like an hour and a half drive home where I would have been like, can you believe this? <laughs> you would have called up Zeke and been like, girl. <laughs> Can you believe us right now? We watched this movie and <laughs> Right. All um, these things happen. All these Have things you seen happen? this? You gotta go home and watch this. Don't watch it with your mom either. <laughs> well, I mean maybe. maybe. I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. That's for her to decide. I'm not gonna recommend that anyone really watch this with their mom like unless right you have off cool the bat. Mom. Unless I mean, you have like a really like a cool mom. Super cool mom. Um like you. Yeah, I <laughs> would not recommend watching this to your mom as a first watch. Because I think no matter how cool you are, if you have had, like, any point. Stop making me savvy. <laughs> we watched this as a first watch. Were I you know. traumatized by it? What no, I wasn't. I feel some kind of way. Oh, my God. I wasn't traumatized. <laughs> I'm being traumatized. <laughs> I wasn't traumatized by it. I just think that if you're watching this as a first watch with your mom, it might be more difficult than if you know what to expect going in. Because even if you have a really cool relationship, oh my God, never mind. <laughs> Frick that. Jeez. Okay. I'm being purposely difficult. <laughs> she is. This is a fun game she likes to play, and then she gets mad when I get upset. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> it is. It's true. Um, so I think person. that you know, watching this as a first watch with your mom, if you've had any sort of difficulties in the past, can be difficult. And Thank I would God not recommend it. <laughs> Our relationship has been perfect this entire oh, time. <laughs> um. Yeah, so scale of 1 to 10, how good do you think it was? I think it's a 10. I oh, it's a, it's a t- I don't give out 10s easily. This is a perfect 10. I love this movie so much. It's so good. It really, yeah, it really is what I needed to watch like right about now. So I'm so glad we watched it. It's just really good. They, they absolutely got it right Yeah, on, the, on this 
this yeah they, they they do a really good job of weaving so many different things in yeah and it, making like a story a beautifully shot you... beautifully directed beautifully acted beautifully written yes yeah. i have no, no complaints yeah and 824 has a funk like a good maybe, cheese maybe the uh the hot dog fingers i can complain a little bit about but i yeah they add like a level of comedy though because yeah. i feel like without them you'd just be like sad the entire yeah. time yeah and, hot and dog fingers and rekakuni yeah. you need them you need them I just um, hate hot dogs. You, you do. <laughs> I do. So gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. It's perfect ten. Um, Love it. The the A twenty four funk goes por- perfectly with this. Yeah, I'm not like the the hugest A twenty four fan. I don't love everything that they put out. I, I think A twenty four has some winners, but but this is yeah, oh, far and away, just the best yeah. thing that they've ever done I think. yeah i think a24 as a studio is like stinky cheese and this is like a blue cheese this is a blue cheese yeah <laughs> not like a brie <laughs> it's not it's not soft like, like a brie a, like a camembert <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not soft boy this is like a crumbly crumbly messy crumbly, boy crumbly, crumbly with bits feta. of mold <laughs> yeah, like blue cheese yeah yeah probably, probably pretty good i love blue cheese i also love blue cheese Hence why this is blue cheese. Ten. Right. So um, probably could talk about this forever. But ever. But we've gone on probably as long as the movie by now. Probably far too long. Uh, shout outs as always. Shout out to Marshall for doing our music. Shout out to Chuck for doing our intro. Um, shout out to the podcast that I would love to become our sister podcast, even though I've put no effort in since our last recording. Say smut. Uh, looks like they haven't posted anything this year. Oh. Uh, yet. Their last episode was December 23rd. Their last full episode, sorry, was December 23rd. Uh, episode 20, The Naughty List by Ellie uh, May McGregor. So, the nice, fun Santa smut. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Morbid because I do love them, and I know that uh, they've been mentioning Saltburn a little bit. Yeah, so. shout out to Mor. I also love Morbid. I'm not caught up on Morbid, but yeah, I'm not. I am purposely like never trying to be caught up all the way because I like having a few in the bank. Um, but I am I am closer than I've ever been, and they have been mentioning Saltburn, but like. <laughs> Only one of them has watched it and can't find another person to, to watch talk it to. and discuss oh, it with, yeah. which That's I can understand, but I, I don't know. I feel like you make me watch a lot of films when you're in that situation. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had you. Well, I mean, I, that one specifically we watched for this podcast. Yes, but I had no but, idea what it was going Right, in. right. But just in general, I feel like that's something that you would do. Yeah, I would do that. But I mean, I, they're all important films. They're all important films. They are. They're films that I feel like you need to see. I wouldn't just be like, oh, this is absolute trash. You have to see it too. No, yeah. But like, but yeah. So shout out to them. I, we love you, Morbid. Yeah, um, good stuff. Any other shout outs that we have? Um, shout out to the Colonial Theater as always because as always. The Horrible was great. Chef's Kiss. Thank you to whoever picked those movies from 1981. I'm guessing maybe Bob. I think it was Bob. Congratulations on the new addition to the family, Bob. Yes, congrats, um, Bob. And oh, we just went to Penhurst for the Valentine's Day soirée. Yeah, I did not. Had a date night with the Hubs. That's why date nights are so important. Because you guys go to Penhurst. Um, went it's perfect Valentine's going to a haunted attraction. They did such a good job 
putting like little Valentine's decorations on literally all like the spooky things. Oh, like how we decorate for Christmas. Yes. I mean, but you know, it's like a haunted house that sells all the haunted things and Yeah, like how we decorate it for Christmas. And everything. So like <laughs> They made like paper chains and put oh, them up cute. and like little like hand cut out like hearts, um, construction paper hearts. And they were right. She hates you. <laughs> Don't touch me. Like You'll die alone. <laughs> like all these things on them, which are hilarious. And like some of like the, you know, like the medical experiments, whatever they have corpses, they would put like flowers coming out of the guts and stuff. <laughs> it's just so That's cute. cute. It was really cute. And they did, um, like uh oh they had a a guy dressed up like buffalo bill they were playing goodbye horses and he's like out dancing around and the thing and um they had a so there's like they're different like uh music playing and like all the things that there was all like love songs oh that's wonderful you know and they had um that one by the cardigans like love me love me say that you love me and then you go through a tunnel and there was a guy dressed up like a club kid from like the 90s he was wearing like angel wings and everything oh, cool. and i was like jamming with them it was so awesome it was like i felt like i was back in the club <laughs> i was like this is great <laughs> and the house was like what are you doing i'm like enjoying my life that is something that you would do and he would be like Whoa. that's that's very y'all it was fantastic they did a great job of uh making it seasonal and i really appreciated it because that is absolutely the the valentines that i, I want <laughs> the the valloween if you will so i'm very happy with that so shout out to them for doing an awesome job do we do anything else recently? I feel like we did, but I don't remember. I feel like this has been so I long. I know. I feel like we must have done something. I feel like we must have done something, but I can't tell Shout you. Shout out to Joe Bob for the Valentine's special. Oh, yeah. I watched Joe the... I fell asleep, unfortunately. I fell not. asleep for the second one, but yeah. it looked like it was going to be pretty amusing, so I'm kind of sad. I'm going to watch it, you know, probably later. I didn't expect to enjoy the first one and then really liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I liked it more than I thought I would, at least. What the heck was the first one again? That was the one that was like Little Red Riding Hood. But oh, yeah. But Road Warriors? Road uh, no, Hog, no, no, road. no, no. Uh, freeway. 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 My bad. Yeah, I, I fell asleep during that one, too. You did. I did. Well, I hadn't had a lot of sleep. No. That's what happens. <laughs> so I'm going to need to watch those over again. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, always a good time. Always a good time. Uh, trip down to social media. So sm- oh, social media. We're still at social media. I know. I'm going to oh, have to shorten all of this. sleepy. Bruh. Same. All right. So taking a sh- trip down to social media. Oh. Our email is. Don't look podcast at gmail.com. No apostrophe on that T because they don't allow them. We are on Insta and the Facebooks. Instagram. Don't underscore look underscore podcast. Uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Don't look podcast. You can find me at Cat's Mom seventy five. You can find me at I think Catastrophe Nico on pretty much everything. Spelled oh. with a K. I'll post a pic of my sweet hat <laughs> that I got that I think I'm just gonna live in now. Yeah, you have not <laughs> taken it off. <laughs> and since I got my hot little hands on it, I'm just like, woo. That's it's a nice hat. Manifesting. I'm manifesting jealous. everything in 2024. I manifested a creme brulee at the Aldi. That was pretty you good. You did. You manifested the heck out of that creme I brulee. Did. I manifested that creme brulee. I manifested something else. I can't think of it right now. But Maybe if I manifest remembering what I manifested, <laughs> I'll be able to manifest it. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I think that was all of our social meds. 
All right. I think that's everything. That's everything. We're, we're rambling because we're seeking. I know. We're so tired and hungry. And hungry. We really should have eaten. I know, but we didn't because we got home so late. That's what happens. I know. But you know what? That sandwich that we had from Dixie Picnic. We get little sandwiches. Shout like out you, to If you go Picnic. to the Horrible at the Colonial Theater, you get sandwiches from Dixie, Dixie Picnic. Do you get them for Splatterfest too? I believe there is a meal for Splatterfest. I don't know what it will be. I haven't been able to attend the last couple because I've had to work. Oh. I think they are also Dixie Picnic, but I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, it's good. You get like a, a, a wide range of sandwich options, side options, and then like a little cake. Yeah, it's all good. And a little a little tasty deviled egg. Yeah, and a deviled egg, which is a surprise. I didn't know the deviled egg was going to be there. So was It was really tasty. Thrilled about the deviled egg. I love a deviled egg. Feel free to send me deviled eggs. <laughs> Maybe I don't, don't post the deviled eggs. I don't know that that'll go over well. I don't know how. Yeah, how well they'll travel. You have to ice them. Send us <laughs> gift certificates for deviled for eggs. Deviled eggs. <laughs> anyway, anyway, all I, I I I don't even know what to say about. I guess the best thing I could tell you is if you're you're going to the IRS with your husband and he suddenly like tells you that he is and also is not your husband and gives you like a very bizarre set of instructions to do about a janitor's closet and you don't want to have an emotional moment (laughs) the best thing I can tell you is don't look listen You want to manifest me a date? <laughs> I've been trying, girl. <laughs> I have been trying. Manifest properly. Look, anytime I see a cute person in the wild, I'm always like, hey, do you know there's like this person that works here and they look really cute? Yeah, and then I, you're like, mm, no. I also just can't like talk to people at their job. <laughs> but you haven't even seen them. You don't even know anything about them. <laughs> I will see them first. I just have to like find a spot where I can see but them. You're always like mm, neutrally. No. <laughs> that is, that is <laughs> false. That is a falsehood. Well, can you at least? Mm, that, is, no. that is a falsehood. <laughs> <laughs>